0: What is up everybody, Brett Selig here from Touch all Sports Talk, episode 27, coming at you. The Tampa Bay Lightning have done it. They have advanced to the Stanley Cup final, finally, back in the finals. I know what I said last episode. I don't care that there's no fans in the stands. I don't care that it's quiet. I don't care that I've heard the same song over and over and over during the games from the arena DJ. I'm excited. It's still the same competition. It's still the same number of games to get to the cup, to win the cup. I'm excited. But I will still say, watching the the ceremony, if you want to call it, after being crowned Eastern Conference champions, it just doesn't seem as good. Doesn't doesn't seem the same. But like I said, it's still the same number of games. The Islanders, I saw there, I saw two of their top guys in their post-game press conference, you know, tears in their eyes. It still means something. No asterisk needed. I still think as a fan, it's going to feel a lot different. Knock on wood, but if the Lightning pull this out, it'll be a great championship. It'll count. No asterisk. But it'll still feel a little different. But for now, as a Lightning fan, I am so excited. They finally get it done. I'm watching this game like, Bolts, I want you to win. I'm confident in you winning. But just end the game, please. And the game winner with shades of a 2010 Stanley Cup final game-winning goal by Patrick Kane, where he shoots it, short side, no one knows where the puck went. The only person celebrating initially is the player that shot it. Very similar with this one. And what a tough way to lose if you're an Islanders fan. The puck hits the crossbar, doesn't go in, goes across the goal line, still not in, doesn't go in until it touches Varlamov, who doesn't know where it is, a helpless feeling as a goalie, and trickles across the goal line for the game-winning goal. Nice series. I'm glad the Lightning get it done when they did. Did not want to see a fluke goal get the Islanders to a Game 7. And there was one point the Lightning had a four-minute power play. Not only did they not score, the Islanders got a breakaway that would have ended the game Vasilevsky with a huge stop. Kept it tied at 1. The Lightning win. 2-1. to They advance. And they face the Dallas Stars. My early pick. My unbiased, biased pick. I got the Lightning in 7. Also, side note. They decided to touch the trophy this time. Back in 2015, superstitions, you know, a lot of players are really superstitious, especially in baseball, but also in hockey. They didn't want to touch the trophy. Victor Hedman, Stamkos, didn't want to touch the trophy. This time, not only do they all touch the trophy, they get all their fingerprints all over it, they lift it up, and they take it away to the locker room. They're excited. And speaking of the ceremony, guess who showed up looking like... What's the movie? Castaway. Looking like, uh what's his name? Tom Hanks. Oh my gosh, Steven Stamkos, there he is. I haven't heard that name in years. Or I haven't seen that face in years. Actually, I've never seen that face because it's not a face, it's just hair. That's what it looked like. And, you know, I got a little emotional. Like, oh my gosh. Good job, Stamkos. I, I know you haven't played, but good job and I'm glad to see you're alive. Anyway, Lightning Stars, i got the Lightning in 7. NFL, there was one game last night, Thursday Night Football, Cincinnati, Cleveland. You know, Cleveland wins 35-30 to 30 in a game that really, Cleveland was in control throughout. Joe Burrow looked very, very good. Over 60 pass attempts, over 300 yards, and from the, from the wise words of Hall of Famer Troy Aikman... You better throw for over 300 yards if you've got 60 pass attempts. About 5 yards a pass attempt. Burrow looked good. And there was a lot of catchable passes that were not hauled in by Bengals receivers. Primarily A.J. Green. And I don't know if it's rust or age, but it looks like it's a little bit of both. But more, unfortunately, on the aging side. 13 targets, 3 catches. Not very many receivers have had that many targets with that amount of receptions. So Cleveland wins 35 to 30. Baker Mayfield looked great. But guess what? He should. It's a number one overall pick. This this shouldn't be oh my gosh, do you see Baker Mayfield? He played really well. No, it should be Yeah, it's it, it should it should be more of a surprise if Baker Mayfield didn't play well in this game. You saw wide open receivers that aren't going to happen against the good defenses that Cleveland's going to play. I mean, Cincinnati's defense was the perfect remedy, the perfect medicine for all the Cleveland drama this week. And Cleveland had to have this game. Cincinnati, sure, you know, you want to be competitive, you want to win games, but Cincinnati expectations are very low. And so far, expectations have kind of been met if you're a Bengals fan. You've seen... Pretty much all you've wanted to see out of Joe Burrow so far. By the way, he is very mobile. I I knew he was mobile a little bit, but this guy can run. Averaging like 30 yards a game on the ground. He even wins 35 to 30. Baker Mayfield, pretty good game. I'm not I'm not impressed. It's what should happen. I'm more interested in how he reacts. Like on the sideline, like, yeah, yeah, pumped up, pumped up. I know that's his game, but Act like you've been there before. And I know he really hasn't been there that much, at least not consistently. Anyway, Cleveland gets the win. Had to have it. Played well. Props to them, but they should have. Although their defense did give up 30 points. So that's another note that a lot of people haven't really talked about. So, NFL will keep the train rolling. Let's pick some games. All right, first up. I got Miami winning 21 to 20 and I'll take them plus five and a half. Give me one moment. All right, so the Bills at the Dolphins. I will take the Dolphins, plus five. Now it's up to six. Buffalo minus six. Buffalo six-point favorites. I will take the Dolphins, 21-20, to to win outright. The Vikings and the Colts. Will my Vikings bounce back? Unfortunately, I don't think so. I think the Colts take this one, 27-24. Indianapolis, three-point favorites. The game pushes. Giants... At the Bears, I will take the Bears 24-14, to minus 5.5 for the Bears. Falcons-Cowboys. The Falcons had over 500 yards of offense, three 100-yard receivers, and lost by 13. Falcons' defense is not good. I think the Cowboys explode on the Falcons, and they take it 34-24. to Bounce back for America's team. Green Bay. I think this is a pretty easy pick here. They take on the Lions. We're not sure if Galladay is going to play for the Lions. Lions coming off a brutal loss. Not only did they allow the Bears to come back and take the lead, but then they still should have won the game, but dropped a touchdown pass on the second-to-last play of the game. Packers win 31-15. to They cover minus 6.5. The Jaguars at the Titans. Tennessee, 7.5-point favorites, but you know what? I think that's too many. Very similar to last week. Jacksonville, seven-point underdogs at home in the division. They win it outright. I think Jacksonville definitely covers, although they are on the road. It's a little bit different on the road versus at, at home, even during a pandemic. I think Jacksonville wins this one outright. Yes, I do. I think they win it outright 24-20, plus nine for the Jaguars. It's a twofer. I'm going with the gut amazing what a week changes. Before we thought the Jaguars are in tank mode. They still might be a little bit. Let's let's not get carried away. And now they're one game away from being 2-0 and leading the division. San Francisco at New York. Normally this would be an easy pick. I'm still going to pick the Niners. Although I don't think they cover the minus 7. West Coast to East Coast road trips with a 1 o'clock Start time. East, Eastern Standard Time. Start time. Very difficult. This is a 10 a.m. start time for the 49ers. I think the Jets are going to be hungry after really a hapless performance in Week 1. I think the Jets play a lot better, although they will be without Le'Veon Bell. It's a big blow. But he really didn't do that much in the first game anyway. I think the 49ers win it 20-17. The Rams and the Eagles. The Eagles are one-point favorites. I think this is one of the games of the weekend. Philadelphia cannot afford to start 0-1-2. And the Rams, they're looking at a 2-0 start. But same as the previous game, the Rams, West Coast to East Coast, with a 1 o'clock start time. Really, for that reason alone, I think these two teams are pretty even. I think Philadelphia bounces back, wins 25-20. Pittsburgh... Could they be my lock of the week? We'll find out shortly. Pittsburgh at home against Denver. Denver d- didn't look good. They didn't look good week one. Sure, they were leading with three minutes to go. They were up fourteen to thirteen. Drew Locks looking. He he's a competitive, you know, serviceable quarterback right now. He's getting better. That's great. But they lost sixteen to fourteen and. The other team missed three field goals in an extra point. So really, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Broncos. Von Miller, their deep is gone, uh, is out right now. Defense isn't as good. I like Pittsburgh. Their defense is still good. I'll take Pittsburgh, and I'll take the minus 7.5. I think Pittsburgh wins 24-13. to 13. Big Ben and company start 2-0. Tampa Bay, what a number. Minus 9 at home in the division. Carolina put up over 30 points last week in a loss. So their defense wasn't good. And I think the Bucks, the Panthers' defense is the perfect cure, similar to the Bengals' defense with the Browns. The perfect cure to the Buccaneers' offensive woes. I think Tampa Bay puts up 30 points easily. They win 34-21, minus 9 for the Bucks. Lock of the week, could be. Arizona and Washington, not the Redskins, the football team. I like Arizona to take this one 26-18. Vice versa from the Rams and the 49ers. Washington will be traveling cross-country, east coast to west coast. A little bit easier because it's a later start time. It's going to be a 4 o'clock start time. uh, Eastern standard time, 1 o'clock locally. So not that big of a difference. But I still think the Cardinals win. And they improve to 2-0. Kansas City and... I almost said San Diego. It's probably gonna be the first time I almost do that. And the Los Angeles Chargers minus nine again, a big number for a game within the division. Chargers hang around for a while. Their defense plays well, but too much Mahomes and not enough Tyrod Taylor. I like Tyrod Taylor. I don't love him. I think there's a, a, he's very limited. With his, he's going to be 20 for 28, good accuracy. But it's all going to be a little 70-yard dink and dunks. And maybe a few 12-yard routes here and there. Not a lot of deep stuff. Not a lot of explosive stuff. Maybe some screens, that's about it. Chargers hang around, but too much Mahomes and a not enough tie rod. Kansas City wins 26-16. They cover by a point. Baltimore and Houston. Man, I am excited for this one. The big turnover, well, a big turnover, rather... Will cost the Texans late. Baltimore wins 31-25, plus 7 for the Texans. Seattle and New England. This is in Seattle. The Pats offense struggles against the high-powered Seahawks. Seattle, limited a little bit by the New England defense. They still win 23-17, and they cover minus 3.5. And finally, in New Orleans and the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football. The Saints come in six-point favorites, although they will be without Michael Thomas. Disappointing for the Saints and disappointing for myself as a Michael Thomas fantasy football owner. Now I can't even trade him for anything. With Michael Thomas, this is, without a doubt, the lock of the week. Without Michael Thomas, the Saints will still score 30 and hand Vegas its first loss in its first-ever game in Vegas. So real quick, Miami 21-20, Indianapolis 27-24, Chicago 24-14, Dallas 34-24, Green Bay 31-15, Jacksonville 24-20, I can make a song out of this, San Francisco 20-17, Philadelphia 25-20, Pittsburgh 24-13, Tampa Bay 34-21, Arizona 26-18, Kansas City 26-16, I'm an auctioneer now, Baltimore 31-25, Seattle 23-17, and New Orleans 30-24. to 24. And that is it for the NFL. Moving on. Oh, sorry. Forgot. My lock of the week and my dog of the week. So my lock of the week will be Pittsburgh. Have them winning 24-13, to 13, minus 7.5. I think Pittsburgh minus 7.5 is... I just don't see Tennessee covering that. Although, 7.5 is a tricky number. Try to buy the half point to get it down to 7. If not 6. And my underdog of the week... Have them winning, and they're plus nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So now moving on from the NFL, we already talked about the Lightning. They will face the Stars in the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm pumped about that, obviously. NFL, already talked about that, and college football. My friend Michael woke me up a couple days ago. I think it probably was yesterday with a text message, 9 a.m., you know, those good morning text messages from friends, you know. The typical, we are back, baby. He's an Ohio State fan. And I felt for him. I I uh, I really felt bad for him, you know. Diehard Ohio State fan. Their team's loaded. Justin Fields, arguably the best quarterback ever to play at Ohio State. At least the most productive. And they're not going to play? Their season gets taken away from them? Prematurely? And now... They are back. The Big Ten voted unanimously, voted unanimous, unanimously to bring back football. And now, what is that? The Pac-12 and Mountain West are murmuring. So perhaps, maybe we'll get even more football, almost full strength. Let's begin college football. Let's make some picks. Let's talk football. My FAU Owls—they are their game has not been canceled as of yet. They had a little bit of a COVID outbreak, as did their opponent, Georgia Southern, last week. Somehow, this game still going on. I will take FAU twenty-four to twenty-two. There is a lot of uns- uncertainty at the quarterback position for the Owls. Their stud quarterback, Chris Robinson. Is no longer with the team. No one knows why. And that's a 3,000-yard passer, two years in a row, who is not the quarterback. And now you have Nick Tronti, who does have some experience, some valuable experience in not just mop-up time, but hasn't been the guy. So we'll see what happens. Florida Southern, tough team, a tough team to prepare for as well. Miami, prime time, 7:30 on ABC. Number 17, Miami. Though I don't know how good they really are yet against Louisville, 18th ranked Louisville. I guess it sounds cool. 17 versus 18, a top 18 matchup in the ACC. Prime time. It'll sell. It'll sell viewership. I mean, I'll be watching anyway. Go Miami. I think Miami wins 30 to 26, plus two and a half. De'Ara King has a much better day throwing the ball. Miami takes it. Oklahoma State. They win forty-five to fourteen, minus twenty-two and a half. They finally kick off the season after postponing last week's game and rescheduling it to this week against Tulsa. They win forty-five to fourteen. Louisiana Lafayette. Yes, I know they're called Louisiana now, but I will still call them Louisiana Lafayette. You know what? They are seventeen-point favorites. They are a top twenty-five team. They had a huge win last week against Iowa State on the road. And now they're playing Georgia State. I mean, come on, they'll win, right? You know what? Yes, Louisiana wins, but I think it's a very good game, decided in the fourth quarter. Louisiana wins thirty-one to twenty-one. Does not cover. Pittsburgh. I'll take them thirty-one to ten, plus twenty-one and a half for Syracuse. Syracuse. Offensive woes. Baylor. Houston. I love Baylor to cover, minus four. I'll take Baylor with 38-27. Houston, not getting a lot of good vibes out of the Cougars with Dana Holgerson at the helm. We already spoke about Derek King transferred from Houston pretty much as soon as Holgerson got there. Who knows if that's the main reason, the only reason, or just a reason. One of many reasons why he transferred. Liberty, I'll take them 27-24, plus 14.5 at Western Kentucky. Might be a bad pick, but I made it. Tulane, I'll take them 31 to 17, minus seven. Love Tulane to cover, minus seven. And let's see, who are they playing? I want to get the right information. I need some elevator music. Let's see, who are they? Lane, that's all top 25. They're playing Navy. Big reason why I love Tulane to cover. Minus 7, now it's down to minus 6.5. Navy got steamrolled. But Navy won't get steamrolled this week because it's Navy. They'll bounce back, but 31-17 for Tulane. Boston College and Duke. Duke, a 6-point favorite. At home, I'll take Duke 27-20. They just barely cover. Notre Dame, they host South Florida. The Fighting Irish are 26-point favorites. And although, that is a lot of points. Especially this early in the season. I'll, t- I'll like Notre Dame 38-10. They cover just barely. North Carolina, I'll take them to win 45-7. to They host... Who do they host? Wait a second. Canceled. Did this just happen? When did this happen? So ESPN saying this game's canceled now. North Carolina and Charlotte. I wonder why. Probably has to do with the Rona. So never mind, North Carolina not going to win this week. UCF, big game at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech coming off a huge win on the road at Florida State. Came back from a 10-0 deficit. UCF, you know, this is one of those games where UCF wins a tight one. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Georgia Tech's no good. UCF loses. Now all of a sudden it's Georgia Tech. Hey, Georgia Tech's pretty good. They're ahead of schedule. They're 2-0. and UCF frauds, get them out of here. But UCF will not lose; they will win twenty-seven to twenty-one. They do not cover the minus seven and a half. However, I'm really excited and looking forward to watching this game. The details for that game: three thirty on ABC. The fourteenth-ranked UCF Knights. Marshall. Three thirty on CBS. They host the 23rd-ranked App State Mountaineers. You know what? Quite an interesting matchup for a CBS 3:30 window, since there's no SEC this week again. I like Marshall. App State did not look good against a middle-of-the-pack Conference USA team. Marshall is a top-of-the-pack, top dog in that conference. I like Marshall 24-22 at home, plus four and a half. Clemson wins 56-0. Troy, I'll take 30 to 24, minus three and a half. SMU, they win 34-24, plus 14. La Tech. La Tech, They are five and a half point underdogs at Southern Miss. That game will be 7-30 on ESPN2. Southern Miss, their head coach, talked about on, on our last show, he's gone. He quit the team. He resigned after week one. Southern Miss looked ter- terrible at home against South Alabama. I like La Tech. To not only cover the 5.5 points. But win 34-22. Texas State. I'll take them 45-38. They cover minus 5.5. Though I'm not really confident in this game. Because Texas State has not played on the road yet. And finally. Wake Forest at NC State. 8 o'clock on ACC Network. NC State 1.5 point favorites. And I'm feeling kind of like Vegas. Because I picked NC State to win. By one point, 24-23. Again, when I make these picks, I make them without looking at the line. Just to see how close it ends up being. So, the big games. I like Miami 30-26. to I like Baylor to beat Houston 38-27. Notre Dame wins 38-10. to UCF 27-21. And that's pretty much it for this week. College football. Alright. Last but not least, NBA. Oh my goodness gracious. The Clippers, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers led teams. Doc Rivers coached teams are 0-8, trying to make it to the conference finals. Is that right? Is that the right stat? The Clippers, I think it's 0-8 with the Clippers, excuse me. The Clippers are up three games to one. Series is over. They're up big in the second half of Game 5. Just put it away. All of a sudden, they get cocky. Paul Millsap goes crazy in the third quarter. The Nuggets win, and no big deal. Let's stick three games. I mean, three games, two. No biggie. We'll come out. Or the Clippers we will come out. We'll kill them. Game six. And that's what was happening. Into the third quarter. Deja vu all over again. Clippers... Get crushed the rest of the way. The Nuggets come back to win again in Game 6. Now, it was a Game 7, anything can happen. All the pressure is on the Clippers. And the Clippers, they're up double digits in the first half. And then all of a sudden, I don't watch the game for about an hour. I turn it back. The Nuggets are up 10. Now they're up 15. Now they're up 20. Oh my goodness, what a collapse. Nuggets, first team to win two series in a single playoffs after being down three games to one ever. First team ever in history (sighs) Nuggets Lakers Nuggets have expended so much energy and it's not just playing 14 games in two series it's having to win six elimination games in a row man they're also playing LeBron James and the Lakers I like Lakers in six the Heat they won again last night again another big comeback in the second half in the bubble For this time for a different team, the Heat down 17 in the second half. They come back to win 106-101. to They go up two games to none against the Celtics. A huge game two. This series, I feel it's far from over. Games one and game two could have gone either way. I still expect at least a six-game series. You know what? The Heat just might pull it off. The Heat have only lost once in the playoffs. All right. Well, that's it for me. Big weekend of college football and NFL football. Week two in the NFL. Week three, quote unquote, three. Still no SEC football in college football. SEC will start, will kick off next weekend. Excited for that. But I am looking forward. Tomorrow's Friday. Well, I'm recording this on Thursday, so tomorrow's Friday. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Can't wait to sit back. Relax, watch some pigskin, watch my Cubs, watch the Lightning in the Stanley Cup Finals, whew! And Wes just texted me, gotta protect the wallet. You know, you know he uh, might have put down a little friendly wager on the Lightning last year, as some of you guys may know from the show. He put some money down on the Raptors mid-season, that turned out pretty well, so he might be two for two. Two years in a row. Knock on wood. I hope he's right because I'm lightning fan, obviously. But anyway, NFL, college football, MLB. What else we missing? NHL, NBA, all the all, all that good stuff. Golf, whatever. Sports are back. Let's keep it going. I'll see you next time.